Okay, no worries. Okay, and we are live. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Final Tackle Podcast. Roll the intro. Hello everyone, welcome back. I am CJ and I am joined by Super League women's halfback, former player of the Bradford Bulls in her first season. She, with that team, won the league leaders and the Challenge Cup and she is currently the halfback for the Castleford Tigers women's team, Claire Garner. Thank you for joining us here. No problem. Hello everyone. So basically, let's get stuck into the questions. Question one, speaking of the debut is you made your debut for the Bradford Bulls in 2016. What was that like for you? Um, well, initially, it, it was nerve-wracking. So the first experience of rugby league I had with Bradford was I went to watch the the women's team play uh, Featherston at Featherston. Oh, wow. And they were uh, short, of a cu- yeah, <laughs> they were short of a couple of players. So I said um, that I'd, I had some boots in the car, that I'd put my boots and I'd be on the bench for them. So that was my real t- first taste of, of, of rugby league. Um, oh, wow. My actual first, yeah. So the first time I um, actually played the full 80 minutes was against Stato Heath, which is now the St. Helens, um, who <sighs> that, were the, uh, they were the, the, yeah, they were the champions uh, and unbeaten. And it was a, a reality check, really. Um, I'm a rugby I'm a union player uh, mm-hmm. by trade. Yep. Um, so I'd been playing that for a number of years, 20 odd years. Um, oh, wow. So I thought I'd, yeah, so a long time, and I thought I'd try my hand at uh, a rugby league, and it's it to compare the sports, they they are completely different, and um, they're completely different tactics. Halfbacks only need to concentrate on their half of the pitch, really, unless they're linking. Uh, so it was it was a new sport to to come to terms with, and as well as meet the girls as well. Uh, so it's a new team, a new sport, and a new environment. So it was daunting. It would have been very overwhelming. Uh, but luckily, for the sure. Yeah, yeah, massively. Uh, but luckily, the girls were very welcoming and very patient with me because obviously they're trying to kick my union head um, <laughs> and brain work out and put a rugby league head on instead. Um, but it was good. Um, and I, I, from that moment on, I've, I've not looked back in a, and I've carried on my career in, in rugby league. That's honestly wonderful. Um, just a quick shout out for our sponsor. They are the Leeds RLFC stickers. They are an England-based sticker company specialising in Leeds Rhinos Super League stickers. They're 100% quality, guaranteed, with regular new design releases. Head over to their Instagram, give them a follow and a DM them for their prices and much more. They're also very good prices and yes, they ship internationally because I have bought from them. We are currently in talks of designing and maybe releasing a Final Tackle exclusive design release. So be sure to follow them and us on Instagram for updates on that. And I will tag and link all of their social medias, etc., in the description of this podcast and also on Instagram when this goes live on Spotify. Anyway, sorry, heading back to the questions. Question two. You then went on to win the Challenge Cup and League title in that same year with Bradford. What was the emotion around the club and in general after accomplishing all of that with the team in your first year with them? Uh, I think the, the emotion, uh, we were all ecstatic. Uh, we didn't expect to to do the double, uh, let alone we went unbeaten that season as well. Oh wow! Um, That's an achievement yeah, as well as for a, sure. As a t- 
Yeah, massively. Because uh, once when you're on a winning streak, um, people want to knock you off your perch and yeah. they want to beat you because you, you're basically walking around with a target on your back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, you but are. For, yeah. Uh, but for us to, to for us to go that season unbeaten um, and, and do the double, it, it was something that I'll probably never forget. We had, we we had the players, the mentality, and the coaching staff to, to really drive that team forward. And and afterwards, looking back on it, it it's something that it's probably going to be tough to replicate uh, in in seasons going forward because of of the development of the women's super league and, and the amount of teams and girls that are involved now. To to make that sort of accomplishment again, it, it is going to be difficult. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, you were then selected in the World Cup side for England and you headed over to Australia for, for that. What was it like representing your nation for the first time and also playing in another country for your country? Uh, you can't really describe the feeling of getting your first uh, your first World Cup cap for, for England. Um, it's it's overwhelming uh, and for the amount sure. of support that you get as well. Yeah, you've got quite a bit of pressure on you, not only of like, of like a nation, but then of your, of your family, your relatives, your friends, because uh, they, they all want you to do well and you feel like you've got to make them proud as well. Mm-hmm. So you, you it, it's, it's difficult, and, and especially coming over and playing Australia in their own backyard. Yeah, it's it's um, yeah. You guys live and breathe rugby yeah, league, and it's do. it's like it's it's your national sport. Yeah, Pretty much. and so to to come over to a country where it is so well respected and so well promoted uh, was a real eye opener, and it's it's it was a privilege to play uh, oh, in Australia on behalf um, of the NRL. Thank you very it, much. <laughs> yeah, uh, you guys, you really uh, you, you set the sort of uh, the, the milestone in, in terms of uh, where rugby league should be heading. Mm-hmm. Uh, for women's rugby league in particular. Oh, wonderful! Um, but your your country is a bit too hot for for me. If I'm honest, <laughs> it's, it's a bit, yeah. If you could turn the heating down a little bit, that'd be appreciated. But we'll try I'd like our best with that. Just, just yeah. But being over there and playing playing rugby over in in Australia, where it is like I said, your national sport, it is, it was an honour um, and something which will which will remain in my memory bank for for years to come. Wonderful. Um, going to the next question, you had what seemed to be, unfortunately, a dismal 2018 with Bradford, and you opted to not continue with them for this season and signed with the Tigers. How is the atmosphere at the Tigers, and have you settled in? Uh, I, I love being part of the part of the Tigers family. Um, I'm fortunate enough that the, the players voted me as the captain uh, for my first season there. <laughs> um, yep. So I've come to a new club with new players, and they wanted me to be the captain, which is is an honour. Um, that so speaks volumes about yourself Europe. and your and your playing ethic. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. And it's it's a privilege to lead them out week in week out, and I, I, I enjoy being there. Um, the, the ethos around and the and the vibe around the uh, the squad is really really good. Uh, we work hard for each other, and and hopefully, and judging by the results that we've been putting out, that's reflected on the pitch as well, and, and the crowds that we're attracting at at the home ground as well. Yeah, exactly. That that's honestly. Honestly, that's th- probably the best question that I, sorry, the best answer that I could get for that. We've just got a message in the live stream from Leeds RLFC stickers saying thanks for the promotion, mate. Uh, no worries, and thank you very much for sponsoring us here at the Final Tackle Podcast, mate. Uh, going on to the next question, as the men's season comes to a close, which two teams do you think we will see taking on each other in the Super League Grand Final for the men's division? Uh, ideally, we'd want Cast Men to be there. Oh, um, for sure. <laughs> one club, aren't we? So yeah, we'd like Cast Men. We we both would like to get there. Both the women's and the men's team. It'd be it'd be an ideal situation. It'd be a perfect end to the season if we could both go there and come, both come away with silverware. Um, I think Saints are, are performing well. They won the league leaders' shield over here. 
Um, they were unfortunate enough to, to lose out in the Challenge Cup final to Warrington. So I think Saints are definitely going to be up there. Um, hopefully Cassie's going to be up there, but it, it's playoff it's playoff final rugby. Um, exactly. Anything can happen. That's um, very true. All form, yeah, all form goes out the window and it's whoever wants it most and whoever plays the best on the day that will get through it into the final and then inevitably win the, win, win the, uh, win the title. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I personally, because um, I've been watching the entire Super League season this year for the first time, yeah. I've actually managed to watch all of it. And Good. not not just my beloved Leeds, but every single game. <laughs> um, and I I cannot go past St. Helens going back to back. It is a very real possibility in my opinion. Yeah. Last they've definitely got they've def- Sorry, definitely got ahead. the uh, they've definitely got the players and the infrastructure um and the momentum uh, going forward. I think I think the Challenge Cup final is a setback for them, but uh, the comeback's always better than the setback, so maybe they can bounce back it and, and get that get that silverware. I reckon they'll be hungry for it. Uh, the last question before we go into our partner and sponsor questions and trivia is what is your proudest achievement of your playing career so far? Uh, it'd have to be my first England cap. Uh, sure. You can't put uh, yeah, you can't put a price on, on, on that feeling you get where you, you're belting out the national anthem at the top of your voice, you've got your family in the crowd, uh, the messages of support and, and, and wearing that badge on your chest. Um, it is something which... You can't really describe the feelings. I mean, when I know when I was lined up, uh, I looked at my family and I started to tear up a little bit because I was, and not because I was upset, but just because yeah. I was so proud to be there and I know yeah. how proud they were of me as well. Um, so, yeah, it would have to be my first England cap. That's wonderful. Um, so we've got two more questions and they are the partnership and the sponsorship questions. The sponsorship, mm-hmm. the Leeds RLFC stickers asks, if you could play for any NRLW team, which would it be and why? Um, I think having the chance to play over in the NRL would be a fantastic opportunity for anybody that plays over here in the Super League. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick a team, it would probably be the Brisbane Broncos. Yes, yeah, sorry, uh, I follow the Brisbane Broncos, as you all can see in the live stream, <laughs> so continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, they've got some quality players. They've got Stefan Cock, Ali Brigginshaw. I mean, Ali Brigginshaw is a quality halfback and if I could train with her, let alone play with her. Uh, yeah. Just to learn learn her trade and how she plays would be an honour because like she, she's got World Cup final medals under her belt um, and she's the captain over there. So it'd be just a, a real experience to be training with quality players like that. And I also like the kit as well. Yeah. So if, if yep. you like the kit, that's half the battle. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we've yeah. got one more question. It's actually from our partner, which this episode is in partnership with the Rugby League Away Day. They specialise in all things Super League news, focusing currently on the Super League women's news. They're actually the ones that put me onto your name and I ca- and they got me into contact with you. Um, so for all of your Super League news, from injuries to team lists and everything in between for Super League and Super League women's, head to Rugby League Away Day on Instagram. Give them a follow to never miss an update on all things Super League and Super League women's again. They ask, what do you think the women's code or women's league needs to improve for the Super League women's league? Sorry, for the Super League women's to grow, or do you think it doesn't need anything at all and it's fine how it's going, sort of thing? Yeah, um, I think at the moment it's it's definitely headed in the right direction. Uh, definitely, the fact that we've got yeah, the fact we've got uh, so many rugby t- uh, Super League teams now in the Super League, uh, which. Is providing more competition. Mm-hmm. Betfred have now taken on board this, the Super League for next season, which is a oh, massive wow. step forward. That is massive. Yeah, 
Yeah, so um, they're not only going to be doing the men's, but they're going to be doing the women's as well. So in terms of how, if they can do anything else to improve, I'd say not a lot more. I think more fans maybe for the other Super League games. I know down at yep. Cass we get a good couple of hundred down. I mean, we've got the record now for the most Super League fans to attend a Super League game oh, wow. for the women's side. Yeah, so we had 1,496, I think oh, we had. Oh, wow, that's massive. Uh, don't, don't quote me on that, but yeah, right. I think that's what <laughs> it was. Um, but um, yeah, so the cast fans are really getting behind us and all, all I would ask is, is that all the other Super League sides, um, their fans get behind their club, women's club as well. Uh, and let's let's promote both the women's and the men's team at the same time and, and get the Rugby League really on the map. Yeah, uh, and get sure. it get it promoted around the world. Well, I mean, I know currently wh- where I live in Australia, I use a um, streaming co- website called KO Sports, and they show all of the Betfred Men's Super League, but they don't do the um, Women's Super League. However, right. now that you've mentioned that Betfred is has taken them on, uh, has, is taking on the Women's League next year, I'm guaranteed that that will be on KO next year. So I will be sure to watch every single Super League Women's uh, game of the season next yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it would be, and I mean, yeah, probably not in any time soon. What would be good is, is if the the winner of the your NRL plays the winner of our Super League. Kind of like a side. world club challenge for the for the women's sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I mean, would that be would great. be the ultimate goal. Yeah, oh, honestly, for sure. Um, yeah, even having a world club series like they do as well. Yeah, yeah. Just it's just so like clubs and girls that don't aren't necessarily going to play for the country get a chance to experience. What would be league is like the other side of the pond. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be good. Awesome. And now it is time for trivia. It is the Super League set of six. Are you ready for this? It's quick fire questions. <laughs> right. I'll do my best, but I can't promise. Oh, good. Okay. Question one: Who won the 1997 Australian Super League Grand Final? Uh, let's go Melbourne Storm. No, because fun fact: Melbourne Storm weren't in the league until '99. Oh, sorry, 98, oh. and there was only one season of the Australian Super League. That was 97, and the Brisbane Broncos won that. Oh, did they? Yes. I should have guessed that if that's your team. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, <laughs> question two. Which two teams faced off in the 2019 World Club Challenge earlier this year? Uh, St. Helens and uh, the Rabbitohs. No, you were right with the first half St. Helens, and it was the Sydney Roosters. Oh, the one Sydney. Got it. All, all good. Sydney Roosters won that match. Uh, my, my friend that I went to school with played in that winning game for the Roosters. Oh, really? Yeah. Anyway, question three. Uh, sorry. Which club has won the most Challenge Cup titles? Wigan Warriors. Yes. Question four. When was the Castleford Tigers founded? 1857. No, 1926. Oh, quite late. Quite late compared to some teams, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Question five. How many World Club Challenges have Leeds won? It's either three or four. I'm going to go four. Oh, you would have been been right, but it was three. (laughs) Final question. When did Castleford last play in a Challenge Cup final for the men's division or men's league? Oh, sorry, that's my dogs. That's all good. Uh, 2009. No, very close though, 2014. I want to. Oh. Th- I want to thank you very much for joining us here on the Final Tackle Podcast. Do you have anything that you would like to say to the fans, and in general, if you want to promote anything? No, I just want to say a massive thank you for you for for allowing me to come on your podcast. Uh, thank you to your supporters as well for supporting you, uh, and just to anyone that's watching the Super League, get yourself down to the games this weekend. There's some good games that are going on. 
Uh, and yeah, just keep supporting us and, and hopefully we can give you some good rugby to watch. Wonderful. Thank you very much and thank you for joining us here. And I will definitely get you on again at the end of the season to join me in the Castleford Tigers season wrap-up. Yep, yeah, no problem at all. Thank you very much. Have a good afternoon. Thank you. Bye. Cheers, and you. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Another big shout-out to our sponsor, Leeds RLFC underscore stickers, for sponsoring this episode. Be sure to catch this on Spotify, Podbean, YouTube, and also Twitch. They will be uploaded to all of those, minus Twitch, which will be r- immediately after this is ended, within the hour. Thank you very much for everyone to, listen, who, to everyone who listened.